Let's talk about debt, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about debt. You know, it's going to be a good episode if we're going to talk about the D word. Uh, debt? Of course. <laughs> no, Tiffany, not debt. I know it probably should have been debt, but it's it's in that it's in that ballpark, but not debt. Which word are you talking about? Dave. Dave. Dave Ramsey. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about this, though, because mm-hmm. I have always looked at the program because I feel like that there's benefits, there's pros and cons with both what Dave Ramsey offers. Yes. But also looking at what I do, which is debt settlement and really helping people where they are get out of their current situation fast. I think there's pros and cons to both, but I've never really dug in to see uh, all the baby steps, so to speak, or what are they called? There's like seven of them. Well, it's crazy that you talk about that, Amber, because Mike and I actually did um, the Dave Ramsey uh, financial piece. So we did that in the past when we were doing our, like getting out of debt. Did it work? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were disciplined and we knew we were going to move forward and we were going to become debt free. Yeah. Um, we didn't exactly know how. So we started with kind of the fall forward effect. Right. And then Dave's class was actually offered at one of the churches we were going to at the time. Mm. And we went in, you know, knowing what our ultimate goal was. Right. And yeah, so we did that. Well, I'm excited today because I want to dig in a little bit and I want to share with you things that I've noticed from the debt settlement world and how people are impacted and affected and where they are when they come to us versus being able to go through Dave Ramsey's program and why they are not in a position to even go through that yet because of their current status. Because I think there's so much power in both programs, but I think it really, there's two different people and they both can end very well. Um, But I think that, you know, we're so much more powerful if we combine our efforts and helping people get out of debt rather than just saying, you know what, my way is the best and Dave Ramsey's way is awful, which the sad part is that's how he views that settlement. And and every AFCCC conference I've gone to, literally Dave Ramsey is on the board sharing how bad debt settlement is. And I'm always like, he has no idea. What is AFC? First off, and I am excited to hear about debt settlement and to learn more and to be able to see the pros and cons of both. Yeah. Absolutely. So AFCC is basically the organization that oversees that settlement, which is the industry that I'm in. And so, you know, for Dave to not really fully understand how we operate and all the millions of people we've been able to help with this product, but just to speak so poorly as if his product is the only one and the best one. I don't know. I I hope we like disturb him a little bit today. I hope he reacts to this because I think for me, my position would be, you know, Dave, I think there's a place for both of us at the table to help people. Because if the end goal is to help someone get out of debt, there should be a period after that, not only with my program. Absolutely. I mean, that that is how I envision it, is getting people out of debt and teaching them how to stay there. So I think that that is a great idea. And I'm wondering why he's speaking at that anyway. Well, he's not speaking at it. What they do is they show a clip, a recording of his, I believe he has a podcast. Um, I'm, uh, I something yep. to where he shares stories, but he always talks so negatively about that settlement. So I'm here today to say, hey, Dave, you're doing great things with your program, yeah. but we're doing great things also. And I think there's a way for people to look at both sides and see which which box they fit into 
And you know what? I think they can be used together even. I think if people come and I've had a lady, I just recently had a lady come to me. She was a single mom and she was in the church. And of course, Dave Ramsey is the program that they share with people. Sure. Is that right? Uh, yeah. A lot of churches do. Yes. Of yeah. course. So she had been given that to do, but the truth of the matter was she had a lawsuit show up at her door. Wow. She was past the the stage of stuffing an envelope. Wow. At this point, she's figuring out what in the world and do I have to get an attorney to go to court? You know, this is a single mom, mm-hmm. single income, no child support. She's got a lawsuit of debt that her husband left her. Stuffing an envelope was not in her near future. I mean, I'm looking over this list of the baby steps mm-hmm. and literally she had none. And so when she showed up here to see me one day right. and I sat down with her, I literally looked and I could just see her level of frustration, like she wanted to throw in the towel because there's no way she could stuff an envelope fast enough to be in court next week. Wow. So, you know, that's a perfect example of someone that I was able to go in and show there's another option and reach out and share her hardship and get a settlement on her account. And literally it prevented her from having to go to court. We got a settlement and I still to this day communicate with her and she's on the other side of all of her credit card debt. And I think she's actually putting into practice a lot of these steps, but it took her getting out of her current situation to be at ground zero, to start to build a savings account, to, you know, have three to six months expenses, to invest 15% of her household income in retirement. All these things that Dave is saying for the most part, there's a couple I really don't agree with, but for the most part. They're good, solid principles. Right. But you have to get out of your current situation to get into these. Yeah. Well, I think for us, um, when we were starting to do this, there was, we had extra income that came in at that point, Mm. which was definitely a God wink. And when that was happening, we were able to do a lot of these steps and didn't think about it. I really didn't think about it from the perspective of we're in a different situation from most people. Yeah. Do you think that's normal? I mean, most people, Mm -hmm. especially in the economy right now, with as much as gas and eggs are, they're living paycheck to paycheck. They don't have an extra dollar to put away in an envelope for a rainy day. It's survival of the fittest right now. And so I just can't for the life of me think that there are millions of people out there who have all this expendable income that can hit every baby step every month and feel like a winner. Well, let me tell you the truth. I don't know that I hit every baby step. Um, when we were doing it, we did a lot of the stuff. We definitely did the emergency fund. We did the debt snowball, which I could go into later. But I think that some of the things within it, like the envelopes, really for us, we were so disciplined on just the goal of getting out of debt yeah. and how it happened. We weren't really... for we weren't really set on that it had to be with an envelope or anything else. We were just very disciplined on cutting up the credit cards and moving forward. Right. So we didn't, we didn't use the envelopes. I think too, the way debt settlement is, is when we look at their overall debt, we put pen to paper, we see how much credit card debt someone comes to us with. We're able to come up with a plan that best suits their lifestyle and best suits their income. So if they're making X, Mm -hmm. then we can do a set-aside account for them that will put us in a position to settle their debt over three to five years and be completely out for an agreed-upon amount. And I think what Dave's program, Mm -hmm. in an effort to, quote-unquote, as he states, keep their credit intact, that and a dollar will get them a cheeseburger at McDonald's. They don't need credit. That's what got them in the mess. 
And so stuffing the envelope to save their credit score when debt settlement can also save their credit score. You know, I want to tell you something that one thing people don't realize, once you are over 75% of your allotted credit limit, your credit score is dropping. And that's if you've made every payment on time. You're considered high risk. So your credit score is dropping. But people, such as Dave Ramsey, get hung up on protecting a credit score at all costs. But the truth is, is that credit can be rebuilt. And at the end of the day, it's what can people afford to do right now to take the pain away of what they're experiencing. Yes, for sure. Well, and I think that that would merge so good into something like this. Yeah. And now that I'm thinking about it, I don't even know, like Dave, I think he talks about not putting anything on credit card and using a debit card for everything rather than. So I think it's the idea of discipline that really Mm -hmm. got us to where we were. And yes, we did cut up the credit cards and we did uh, the savings account and all of that. But in the end, it was more important that we were so focused on if we, we had one credit card that we left open still and it was a monthly we're paying it off. Amex, to mm-hmm. me, is what I always tell people. After you go through the program, American Express, they have the best benefits, but they also, you pay the full balance off every month. Right. And you should always leverage someone else's money. I mean, why would you ever use your money? As long as you're disciplined enough, why would you ever use your money when there's perks and benefits associated with using someone else's to where your money can stay in the bank to make interest? Like that. It just never has made sense to me. So I love American Express. I'm not paid to say that, but (laughs) I really, really do love what they stand for because while they do extend credit, they hold you accountable for it and you pay it off every single month. Well, one of the big things for me was, is that I wanted, I'm not, I'm not a cash carrier. Like, I mean, you ask my kids when they're like at a ball game and they say, mom, can I have a dollar? And I usually do not have it. Right. If, I, if I know I have a, I'm having a babysitter come in, I'll go and get some money, you know, for that. Yeah. But for the most part, you will not see me with cash. I just don't like to carry it. I, I like a card. Yep. Simple. Um, so that is why, that's one of the big reasons why the envelope system, it just did not make sense for where we were in life. Right. Um, but I did love the idea of the debt snowball. Do you know anything about that? I'm assuming that has to do with the order in which you attack the debt. But again, I think that Dave's way of doing it is um, strategic in nature, but he's encouraging you to pay the full balance owed. And in a lot of situations, if you have a hardship, you know, if your husband has left you and you're stuck with this debt, if you've lost your job, if you've had a death or an illness that's prohibited you from working, banks are aware that we're human. Right. Banks also have things written in that, you know what? You have a hardship. Let us help you. But it's like that oh, wow. rule. If you don't ask, guess what? You're not going to get it. So why would it hurt not to ask and share your hardship? Because these banks, and this is from personal experience of myself when I've been in the situation, sure. which is why we developed our company, mm-hmm. um, it, they listen. And they work with you and they'll lower your interest rates and they'll settle your debts if you can't afford it. And they'll come up with something that's a lot less than what you would pay, as Dave would encourage you to do so, Mm -hmm. paying the full balance for the next 40 years. Why would anyone do that if you could be done in three to five years, your credit repaired, everything's back to normal and the stress of the debt is gone for a smaller portion 
that's that's incredible. And that's a lot of stuff that like we just didn't know. Yeah. Um, we went debt free in oh eight. Was the uh, awesome. Yeah, it was the year that Sophia was born. So before she was born and we had a different circum- set of circumstances than a lot of people because we did have an influx of money in a different area that made a lot of this uh, easier yeah. for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I have to wrap my brain around is, you know, there's so many people out there, they're barely making it. They're robbing Peter to pay Paul. And I mm-hmm. want them to walk away and feel like a winner rather than feeling like they failed because they didn't bring home enough money to stuff that last envelope for to pay off their house. I mean, I, I can barely read that one, to be honest with you. Which one is it? <laughs> pay your home off early. Oh, Amber. <laughs> Why would anyone? I mean, just go in your backyard, dig a hole, <laughs> bury your money. It is not working for you uh, if you are paying your home off. God bless you if it's to just not have a mortgage. But a couple of things I want to say to that. Right. One. If you took that same amount of money and purchased investment homes and they would yield monthly revenue cash flow for you and sit and appreciate at the same rate your house is, you've just doubled and tripled your wealth. Wow. So why would you ever pay off your home and just let it sit there doing (sighs) nothing and you've got bragging rights that guess what? I did what Dave said and I paid my home off. Guess what? Don't tell me you did it. (laughs) I paid my home off. I paid, we, we, essentially, we paid our home off. Yes. Yeah. I will say that um, I totally understand what you're saying right now. And I I think about that and a lot of that makes sense as well. Mm -hmm. And I think there's not one specific thing that works for everybody. Right. Um, But we did do that. And I will say that you do sleep better in a home that's paid for. Yeah. Uh, But... I also see that if you could expand your wealth yeah. by doing it a different way. And mm-hmm. that's why I love the idea of there's more than one. What did there's my, more than one my way to skin a, skin a, a cat. Skin a cat. That's my right. grandma used to say more than one way to skin a cat. So yeah. it's so true. One of the things on here, build wealth and give, I, I'm a big believer in. Mm-hmm. So Great. I have to say, I agree with. Dave, when it comes to the fact that, you know, that, that scripture that says too much is given, much is required. And if there's any reason to get out of debt, it's the impact that you can make on the kingdom side of giving and pouring into others. And so that doesn't necessarily mean monetary money, by the way. Some people are so stressed out with their financial situation that they can't be giving of their time. They can't be giving of their energy. They've got nothing to give because they're one big ball of stress because of the amount of debt wow. that they're carrying. And so, you know, even in the debt settlement program, as we have people go through the program mm-hmm. and I just spoke to a gentleman today who was sharing, you know, my one desire is when I get to the end of my program on April of 2027, I'm sorry, 2024, that I'll be able to give and do something kingdom minded. Yes. And like, that's like music to my ears mm-hmm. because having people get through their debt in three years so they can pour into kingdom-minded work and give to things that matter to them, purposes, causes, things that they believe in. To me, that's what it's all about. Yeah, for sure. The idea that you can do for a short period of time what others won't and have the discipline that he was that he had yeah. and then be able to do for the rest of your life what others can't, mm-hmm. there's something super special and something so true about that. Mm-hmm. It takes such discipline. Mm-hmm. 
And I think throughout any of any program, whether Dave's, any. whether debt settlement, yes. anything that you do, even a workout program, that key ingredient is discipline. Yes. And I think if people could wrap their brain around the discipline and how it trickles into every area of your life, most yes. importantly, debt. Yes. If they can recognize that and sharpen that skill while going through any program, it's going to affect every area of their life. I agree. And the confidence that you get yes. out of being disciplined, I don't think, I think it's second to none. It is for sure. So I have a question for you. Okay. Let's go back to this baby step two. Okay. Pay off all debt except the house using the debt snowball. Yes. Now, just for, for purpose of our listeners, I'm going to read through all of these. Okay. These are Dave Ramsey's seven steps. It's my understanding he encourages you to do them in the order they're written. Okay. So as I read them, baby step number one, save $1,000 for your starter emergency fund. Yes. I think it's great to have an emergency mm-hmm. fund. I think people aren't even anywhere close. If they're picking up Dave Ramsey's program or reaching out to us, they're in the negative. Yes. They can't even get past one and feel like a failure. Step two, pay off all debt except the house using the debt snowball, which I want to touch, go back to that one briefly. But step three, save three to six months of expenses in a fully funded emergency fund. Now, they can't even get past one. Right. Before going to two. And if two is an astronomical amount of debt, it'll be years before they get to three. And then baby step four, invest 15% of your household income in retirement. I think so many jobs out there, there's so many opportunities to invest in retirement. Um, do I think it's going to be around by the time that we need it? Probably not. If, if you look at Social Security and everything else out there, but that's why it's important for you to invest in your own 401k, right. doing something. I think everybody can do something. I do agree with him there. I don't yep. know that it's necessarily 15%. Sure. But I do believe everybody can do something. And he doesn't add in tithes on that either, which I'm a huge, you know, proponent of tithing. Right. Um, I think if it says it in the Bible, I'm pretty black and white on it. Absolutely. That you just do it. Yep. And he, I, I don't know that it's not mentioned in there or if it's just not on his seven steps because it's been a long time since I went through the program. Yeah. But I definitely think that that's something for the for the people listening that, you know, don't forget the tithe. Well, and even bigger than that is yes. you can never outgive God. No. If you're in debt, get, give tithe and yes. watch the blessings that are poured out over you and watch how quickly you'll find yourself out of debt. Exactly. He gave you the talent. Yep. He gave you the perseverance and the That's discipline right. to get out. You give him first. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then the fifth one, which you're going to love this one. <laughs> You know how we feel about college, which I did graduate, by the way, but just recently, last year. That is Um, incredible. Save for your children's college fund. So this is a very interesting topic these days. It sure is. So Mike and I, we both, um, and we're very public about the fact that we both dropped out of college. Yeah. Um, How many years did you go? Did you go one? I went three. I'm not really. Did you really? I did. I did. And we started dating and I was in my third year and he had this idea, we should get married. And I went, I went with it 20 years later, we're, we're still together, but, um, he had that idea. And I remember going into my, my Mimi's house and I went in there and my grandpa was sitting there and I said, guess what? (laughs) So Mike and I are getting married and my mom and dad had just bought me a a new car. And I said, we're getting married and I'm going to drop out of college. And he was like, 
like lost it. Oh my god! Liter- well, he lost it number one because I didn't buy an American made car. Right. And then, <laughs> and then uh. <laughs> number two because I was dropping out of college. Uh, but it worked for us. Yeah. It worked for us, and we knew that mm-hmm. there was better things out there. And I trusted that with mm-hmm. him, and and we just went with it. And I knew entrepreneur. My mom and dad both. Um, neither of them had graduated college. Okay. So I did not come from, you know, there's the book, The Rich Dad, Poor yeah, Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, my parents Kiyosaki. didn't graduate from college either. Yeah, so Mike's parents both did. Interesting. So we have two different perspectives coming out of both homes um, of ha- whether to graduate or not. Yeah. Um, and Mike and I just decided, you know, this was for us. We yeah. had an entrepreneurial background and we just wanted to run with it. So as far as college is concerned, and I, I will say, Amber, college is not what it used to be either. Agree, a hundred percent. So for my kids, that will not be something that's ever pushed, and it never has been in our household. We're very transparent with the kids on mommy and daddy did not take. We took a different, a different road, a road yeah. less traveled, but a different road. Yeah. So, and you know, I think from looking at where we are in the world today, yes. you're right. College is completely different than what our grandparents experienced yes. and the expectation of you have to have it to get somewhere in life. Um, obviously we're, we're where we are and we did not need it. No, I personally just finished because I had started something and it was more about finishing the process I of something mm-hmm. rather than what that paper could do for me in my career yes. or financially. I love that. So for me, what I think is while I think saving for your child's college fund is great, it's nowhere on my radar Mine when looking at someone's financial situation, like to get them out of debt. I would never even bring that topic up. Talk about pressure. Talk about feeling like a poor parent because you can't, right? How it leaves them feeling. And I would never want to leave somebody like that. So I think when you're looking at it from a Dave Ramsey perspective, a debt perspective, or looking at the debt settlement program, that you have to understand when you're in the situation you are and you're going to Dave Ramsey, you're coming to us for debt settlement, then you're just concerned about getting out of your mess. That's all the pressure you need right then. You don't need the pressure of worrying about your kids 18 years from now where they're going to go to college because the truth is they may not even need it with YouTube. I mean, I have five kids and truly out of all of our children, we've had, we have two, our two girls, Mm -hmm. one graduated from University of Tampa and the other one is in college at Palm Beach Atlantic. Great schools. Right. But we've always told our kids, we want you to go for the experience. You have the rest of your life to be an adult if you even want to go. Right. And then I have a couple kids who... They are 15, 16, have their own businesses already. already. They they don't need college. They know more than most college kids. So I just think it depends on the child. But I also think that, again, while it's great to save for your child's college, I do not think you have to have college to succeed. And I do not think it should even be in your space if you're approaching someone about your current debt situation. Well, I tell you, I do. So obviously we we know how we believe about college, yeah. but I do believe that when you think about it being on this, I, when I looked at this, I probably skipped that totally number one, because I didn't have kids. Right. And then number two, because my mind couldn't even fathom that at mm-hmm. the time. So I think that's what you're, what you're honing in right. on. Right. 
so I went to a high school, which is insane. A high school, uh, my daughter's getting ready to go into high school. You're, you know. Crazy. Yes, it's it's insane. And she's my first to go into high school. So I went to that the other day and some of the parents were saying, it's crazy that we're sitting down here and they're talking about college because we can barely fathom the fact that they're going to be freshmen in high school, freshmen in high school. Mm let alone the fact of college. Right. There's a time and a place to mention that stuff. Right. And it was just maybe should have been a little bit further down. Yeah. Enjoy the present. Like it stop rushing time or putting the pressure of parenting on people so bad. It just compounds to me the stress. Another another idea that not one certain thing works for everybody. That's right. It's so true. Well, I know that, you know, I've heard him numerous times, the way he addresses people that are in debt. And I'm here to say, I can relate with you. I've been there. I'm not above it. I don't look down on people with debt. Um, And I think that that's a slippery slope. And so, you know, I love Dave Ramsey. And I think Mm -hmm. that he has some great things that he can teach people. But I also think that we're more powerful together And if you, as a listener, don't feel like you necessarily can stuff an envelope because you're way past that, the phone calls are driving you nuts, you're getting lawsuits, or things are happening to you that you feel like you don't have enough time to save to catch up to the problem, that's when I feel like, reach out to us. Like, do a 15-minute clarity call. Let's look at your entire situation and see what you're a good candidate for. Because while people may come through the debt settlement program, guess what? I've turned a lot of people to Dave Ramsey now that they're out of the mess to avoid getting into it again. That's great. Because it gets them to ground zero. That's absolutely great. I love that. Of the merger of the two, how powerful would it be if you could merge both? I know. And so I hope today, this has been great for me just to hear your perspective on it. Sure. I've obviously never done it. Right. And I've always wondered like, what, what's the story, you know? Um, But I'm all about getting people out of their current situation, getting them on the road to success the fastest way possible and the easiest way possible and the least amount of stress possible. And the one that works best for them, yes. I 100% agree. Yes. So hopefully this helps a lot of our listeners tell you the difference between the two. Obviously, if anybody has any questions, reach out to us. We love to answer them. Call us, Dave. 